All right, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cody, Dad, and Shane's NFL. As we got a great jam-packed episode for you guys. As last episode actually ended up with 13 plays, which is the most so far. So let's keep that going. As let's get into our NFL news now with my dad. And we had record number of uh, listeners. Yeah. Or listeners. It was 13, I think, the last time I checked. Wow, man. What, to, man, I, well, we'll have to dig into this later. What do you think attributed to that uh, last week's success? <laughs> I have ideas as to why. <laughs> All right, well, so the news this week is uh, the Chargers fired their offensive coordinator and their quarterbacks coach um, uh, after uh, after that collapse against the Jaguars. It's... Uh, it remains to be seen if the head coach is going to fall as well. Um, so it's cleaning house in uh, Chargerville. Um, also, uh, the Browns have hired Jim Schwartz as their defensive coordinator. Um, I mean, that guy's been around the league for a long time. He worked under Bill Belichick uh, with the Browns as a research assistant. So take go back to 1993 to 95. Bill Belichick with the Browns. This guy was a research assistant scout. And somehow he turns off and gets a few coaching gigs. He even coached the Lions from 2009 to 2013. Uh, most recently, he's been the defensive coordinator for the Eagles um, for the last, like five seasons, I think. But anyway, he's moving on to uh, Cleveland as a defensive coordinator. Um, Ran Carthon. I probably butchered that um what a great name right i think he was a running back too anyway for the colts way back he was hired as the new uh titans gm titans cleaned house in week 13 i think we all remember that mm -hmm. fall um they've got a lot of rebuilding to do um by the looks of things i think um i mean derrick henry he's gonna be 29 or uh this year um He's been in the league for a while. It's um, and Ryan Tannehill, I think, is on the last year of his contract. So those guys could be um, re rebuilding there that, for them. Um, the last one here: the Cowboys kicker Brett Mayer is now entered the witness protection program following <laughs> that, that Monday night win where he missed that four extra points in a row. I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it was – I wonder if Al Bundy sized his shoes before that game. <laughs> yeah. You know, Cody, I haven't seen someone miss that open of a shot since Roy and I went duck hunting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all for the news. All right, as let's get into our top players now from our – Super wild card weekend. Uh, Shane, who is your top player? My top players of the week, I got two of them. Uh, first one is big hair, don't care. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that guy, he threw a, an interception in the first three drives of the game. I can't believe that. He reminds me of playing quarterback for Callis Jr. High in Puyallup. Uh, <laughs> not much skill there, but he, he apparently just got over it, kept playing, kept chipping away, and I mean, as a Chargers fan, that was tough to watch, the, the slow melt of that team. But holy cow, Trevor Lawrence just kept on chopping wood and, and made it happen. 
Uh, my other player of the week is uh, was Debo Samuel. Um, you know, it could be very easy to say it was Brock Purdy because he had the big stats, 300 yards, three touchdowns, etc. Roy, you and I could play quarterback for the Niners right now. All you have to do is hit Debo in the flat and watch him go. It's when he scored that long touchdown to put really to ice the game mm-hmm. uh, against the Seahawks. It was not only heartbreaking, but, man, that team is good. But I don't think it has anything to do with that quarterback. I'm not a fan of Brock Purdy. Uh, but all he has to do is dump it off and, and watch the fireworks. So those are my two players of the week. All right, guys. Dad, who is your players of the week? Well, I – gosh, you know, I was stacked up against the Cowboys this week. But uh, Dak Prescott, uh, you know, showed up uh, Tom Brady. I mean, he had 305 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, and he had a rushing touchdown. Um, that was a big uh, big day. Um, you know, Daniel Jones, he had some good numbers against Minnesota, which I thought were impressive. But the other uh, uh, impressive thing there, uh, the Chargers, uh, that cornerback, Asante Samuel, dude had three interceptions against Trevor Lawrence and six batted passes. You have those kind of stats, you should win the game. I mean, by a long shot. Mm-hmm. Darn right, you should. That's, uh, that's what I've got for uh, top players. What do you got, Code? All right, so for my top players, both of them are part of Buffalo, but I did wide receiver Gabe Davis, as he had 113 yards and one TD. Whereas my second player I did was the actually the kicker for Buffalo, Tyler Bass, as he was four for four, and he had a 39-yard field goal for his longest. You know, we're going with kickers. I guess they, Brett Meyer take it, took himself out of contention, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a kicker for you. In, in gold star for anyone who can remember the name Efren Herrera. <laughs> That's an early 80s Seahawk reference for those of you at home. Oh. <laughs> uh. I feel like that should be on a bumper sticker. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. If you know, you know. Yep. All right. Code, what do we got for uh, players to watch? All right, so for my player to watch, I did Jamar Chase because they're going to be going against Buffalo, actually, as Jamar Chase only had 84 yards and one TD against Baltimore. And then my second player to watch, I did Travis Kelsey as they're going to be coming back from a bye week. And we'll just have to wait and see what they can do against Jacksonville. All right. Well, um, okay, my players to watch. I mean, uh, Shane, you touched on this a little bit. The San Francisco defense. I think that defensive unit is going to give Dallas fits. Um, I hate to say it, but I, I, I just don't think uh, Tampa had the, uh, you know, had the schemes there. They didn't run the ball. Um, they, they didn't bring enough to the table. But San Francisco is going to hit them with a lot of different angles, and the defense is going to be a huge factor in this game. Um, my next uh, 
player to watch uh, is going to be uh, Saquon Barkley, I think, is going to have a big day against the Philly D. Outstanding. So my, my two players are, uh, one of them is starting after having a really bad experience last uh, year in the playoffs. Jalen Hurts really had a stinker last year in the playoffs, and they got blown out. Well, now you're the number one seed, and there's a lot of pressure on you, but the, the teams that have a bye going into the uh, the playoffs you know, can stumble. Green Bay has done it a lot. I know there's some additional Packer ownership out there on Harvest Moon Drive that can uh, <laughs> shed a tear for some of those Packer losses, but uh, Jalen Hurts has got a lot of pressure on to perform well. He's an MVP candidate earlier. Um Later this week, I'm going to be in Oregon, and I'm going to put some money down on the uh, Eagles to win. So that almost guarantees that Jalen is going to hurt my wallet because uh, <laughs> he loses every time I'm going to put money on him. Uh, and then the other player to watch really is the entire defensive line of Jacksonville. They're going to have to get into Patrick Mahomes' face. Uh, and the only time you really beat that guy in the playoffs is when you're constantly making him scramble and, and getting him out of his comfort zone, although he's amazing when he gets out of the pocket. But I think the D-line of Jacksonville is going to be the key. If they don't get in front of uh, Mahomes' face, it's going to be a long day. All right. All right. As now, we are going to get into our questions. As Dad, we are going to start with you this time. Oh, man. I, I like off. All right. I, questions. Uh, uh, this, uh, hey, this one's for Cody. Is, is Amber Fairbanks going to deliver before Super Bowl February 12th? <laughs> you, I'm hoping she would. I mean, that'd be a long time in the hospital. <laughs> uh, no, um, actually, um, I, I, I think that uh, which, okay, my question for Cody, who's Who's, who wins the NFC West next year? Oh, gosh. I mean, that's going to be a tough one. I mean, we've seen what Geno can do in the NFC West, but that's only Seattle does stay with Geno. I mean, there's a possibility they might get a rookie QB, but honestly, I think if they keep Seattle the way it is right now and improve on defense, I can... Possibly it could be Seattle winning the NFC West or San Francisco again. Shane, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I love how totally biased we are here uh, that the Seahawks are just going to win every year. <laughs> uh, I don't really know what the Seahawks are going to do with a quarterback. At first, I was really kind of down on Geno at the beginning of the year, and then he had an amazing year that he did. I think if we can get him cheap, I say we roll with him again and, and develop a quarterback behind him. Um, I don't see the uh, the Rams coming back. I think they've got too many problems. The, the Cardinals are terrible. Definitely going to be between us and the Niners. But, uh, you know, I don't know how the Niners are going to do with their quarterback or what they're going to do there because they got the Trey Lance that's, you know, not proven. And you got Brock Purdy that everyone's going to have a whole bunch of time to scheme for him again. So he's not going to be this bright light uh, next year, you know, sophomore slump. I, I feel so. Yeah, I, that's kind of how I feel. I, I look at what what happened to the Rams this year, and I think that easily could be the 49ers should they go the distance this year. Um, I think they could fall into that category because, like you said, people are going to have an opportunity to study um, Purdy. Um, 
you've seen a little bit of Lance, right? I guess maybe in the very beginning, but I, I just, I don't think there's enough there to move a lot of chips into San Francisco's bucket next year. And hopefully Seattle's returning with, uh, you know, a pretty tough squad and some good draft picks. It's one of those things, I think, that if uh, if they're in the playoffs, they're doing well. You never want to root for the Niners or the Rams, for, for that sake, uh, last year. But if they're in the playoffs and you're not, you might as well have them win it because they usually drop off a cliff the next couple years. So for us, let's let them win and uh, get everybody paid, get a big head, and they all write a book and all hang out in Cancun and then uh, stink next year so we can move up. <laughs> yep. All right, Cody. All right, so my question is for Shane. So with the draft coming up, do you think Seattle might pick up a new QB or just stick with defense? My guess is this, and I've looked at a lot of mock drafts because I'm really interested in the draft. It's one of my favorite times to, to study the different things and the hypotheticals. I love it. So I think the Seahawks are going to draft defense for the, for the first two picks of the first round. And they may even move down uh, because they like picks more than one player, that's for sure. Um, but they're going to go defense and just shore up that thing and, and throw some money at free agents because you know Pete Carroll likes that defense. So we couldn't tackle anybody, it felt like, during the big game. So I think they get a quarterback, though, in the second round. I think they get one of those kind of maybe middle-of-the-tier quarterbacks because I don't think they intend on starting a rookie at all. I think they're going to bring back uh, Geno. Um, I heard that uh, – that there might even be some um, some interest, or uh, uh, what am I trying to say? That the Seahawks are considering pursuing Tom Brady, but meanwhile, Zach Wilson is considering pursuing your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Seahawks are going to go after somebody in the second round, maybe not the first round. I don't think so. All right, uh, Roy, my question is for you. We do have some subscribers out there, um, some, even some new subscribers. I don't know how we track that stuff, but I think there were some new subscribers that, that smashed that subscribe button and shared us. But, uh... Go ahead, Roy, you in? Yeah, I'm in. Okay, so, yeah, so, and I also heard some of our subscribers prefer to drink bottom shelf whiskey. But my question to you is we'll go back to Amber. Uh, serious question: What color hair do you think that that kid is gonna have when he comes well, out well, in the next couple days? Because there's rumors flying, Roy. There's rumors flying of, of what it might be. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I, I gotta go with this. I'm gonna go with the solid. <sighs> Let's see. Hold on. Let me roll back the clock. Take take it back to what. April uh, last year, the Immaculate Conception probably occurred in Montana. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking brown. I'm going brown. Simple. Uh, I'm nothing crazy here. Not this first go. Well, the only reason I think this is because uh, you know I think that they can go back in time and. I don't know if it was before or after we had some bad pizza and went axe throwing in another state, but uh, I think because it wasn't uh, happening in Washington, it might be come out uh, bright red and curly, Whoa. super gingy, super gingy. 
That's what the rumor is. That's the rumor. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) And by the way, follow up to that. I had a conversation with one of our subscribers the other day and uh, offered him a tremendous sum of money that I don't have, by the way, or to buy a brand new S2000 or the newest one I could find. All he had to do was keep the last name and keep my bloodline going. He yeah. wouldn't bite. Nope, didn't bite. Oh. Oh, but it wasn't for the lack of effort. <laughs> what, not even a hyphen? <laughs> yeah, nope. You know, that's the, the all the rage, though. That's how you make it to the NFL. you got to have a hyphen in your last name to fill up the back jersey. Schuster Smith. Come on. Yes. <laughs> it could right. be Lancaster Fairbanks. Could have been Ha Ha Clinton Dix. That's right. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, you tried. All right, Philip, what do you got? All right, as now, we are going to be breaking down, you know, last week's matchups, you know, and also looking ahead to next this week, as a lot of us actually ended up with a three this week since a lot of upsets, but. Looking at upset-wise, Dad, where do you think Minnesota goes from here, you know, after losing to the Giants? <laughs> We're back to the bottom of the division. <laughs> because, because, actually, no, you know what, Detroit, I think, I, I don't know how many, you know, this whole, uh, I think Minnesota had a favorable schedule this year that uh, promoted that record, by the way. Um, I, I didn't, I don't think they were tested like they should have been, um, or could have been, um, now there's a bunch of teams probably in that boat, but I don't think you see Minnesota, um, uh, flying 10 wins next year. Um, with, with what they've got Dalvin cooks, always going to be a factor. I don't know about Kirk cousins though. He's not a back-to-back kind of guy. Mm-hmm. They really got exposed for that weak defense, and they won a lot of close games. But I don't – I mean, how do you can sustain that year over year? I just don't see it. It's lightning in a bottle. Yeah. All right. Also looking to last week, we did see Seattle did have a little bit of a lead, you know, before halftime. But, well, we all know what happened there. But why do you think Seattle wasn't able to score, you know, towards, like, the third and the fourth quarter. Well, as a guy who watched the first half, super excited, right? I mean, here we get that gimme kick at the end of the half to go up and going into halftime and think, oh my gosh, we got a, we got a chance. So we're playing mm-hmm. these guys really well. Division game. We always play the Niners really tough. And then Gino goes down and we're about to score and take the lead again in that strip sack. And I was actually working outside, listening on the radio. And as soon as it happened, I said, that's a ball game. Because that just you can't make a mistake against those Niners. They're too good. Because they score. I don't know if we made them punt all day. It was the punter was not working very hard for the Niners. That's for sure. Uh, but no, I I think that was the the ball game. Unfortunately, it just came to that one play. It wasn't all the other blowout plays, the long touchdowns. It was the momentum and the back killer that was the strip sack. Well, I think uh, Shane, you said uh, last week even for Seattle to win, they had to play perfect. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, and I thought Purdy was going to throw some picks early. I mean, he was looked a little uh, shaken. He was floating some balls. They just didn't get in our hands. They they did. Uh, they definitely, uh, yeah, 
they just yeah they we just couldn't haul it in uh, unfortunately when we needed it but uh yeah that's it big mo it's 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 crazy how much momentum plays in into a football game really yeah one play can switch the whole thing and then it's just running downhill from there yeah all right, and so the last game we're going to be talking about will be the Jacksonville at LA. Actually, I think it was the – no, it was Jacksonville at Chargers, which we all know Chargers did have a lead, actually a big lead at the beginning, but we all know what happened towards the third and the fourth. But with the Chargers, do we possibly maybe see them in the same scenario next season? I think that that's well. They've already started to fire some people, right? So I think that stuff is starting to happen. The owner's got to be pissed that he keeps, you know, having all this talent on offense and can't keep, seem to, to keep a, uh, a lead and lose games where he think he should be winning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it seems to me that they're going to go after uh, Sean Payton. Is the guy that I'm predicting that goes to the Chargers? If they would have won the game, they wouldn't have needed Sean Payton. But now it's a perfect excuse to clean house. Get that guy a quarterback's coach that's just a, I mean, look at what he did with Drew Brees. So it's unfortunate that those guys lost. Uh, my heart broke, but, you know, Jacksonville pulled it up. Can't believe it. How can you turn the ball over five times? You have a negative five with a turnover margin and win. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it does not. Yeah, I, I somewhere I saw a picture on the internet. I don't know. It was Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. I don't know if I understood the euphemism correctly, but there was like a Chargers logo on the Monica Lewinsky. I, I couldn't figure it out, but anyway, Clinton had whatever a it was. I'm sure it was appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I Bill had a 31 point lead. I guess I. I don't know. So anyway, oh, if I open that up when I'm in the office, I gotta cover my phone up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. All right. Well, we got- As this, week. this week we actually got some good divisional games. As the first one we're gonna be talking about is gonna be Jacksonville at Kansas City. You know, after their humongous win over by one point it was as with Jacksonville did they still have a chance of possibly beating Kansas City and making it to the AFC championship game I've got this let me tee this up this is the this is a the battle of the season will it be the fro or the flow <laughs> there you go yes perfect Trevor Lawrence versus what's his name? Mahomes. <laughs> I know. No yeah, one. that one guy. <laughs> that one guy. The fro versus the flow. Come I on. love it. Roy, who do you think's gonna win? Um, uh, I so I like Jacksonville um, with that defensive unit in Jacksonville um, putting some pressure on. Uh, Kansas City. They showed a lot of heart and stayed in that game in San Diego. It would have been really easy to just cash it in going into halftime down, what, 31 to nothing, and it's over, right? Um, but they came back. 
you know, they, they battle back for the win. I mean, it, it's, I, I can't see it. It's hard to imagine a team doing that back-to-back weeks, but with a bye week, I, I hate bye weeks. Those, those uh, top seeds sitting idle. I, I think that they're poised for an upset here. Never underestimate the team that has everything to or nothing to lose and everything to play for, right? I mean, I think we're going to see like triple reverses and flea flickers and you name it because they're not supposed to be there. And uh, yeah. you might as well throw the house at them. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I mean, I, I, I see that. Uh, I, I mean, I just think that whatever Jackson, I mean, I think Kansas or you know, I, I think the, the Chargers were playing better offensively than the Chiefs have been as of late. Well, we'll see if we can see another ring around the Rosie play and uh, not have a flag and nullify it. That was pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never know. So, Shane, who do you take there? Who, oh, I'll take uh, I'll take Kansas City in a real route. I mean, we uh, we stopped watching the Seahawks game at halftime to go and work some other things. This game might not make it to the second quarter. This is going to be uh, my blowout of the week. And uh, with that being said, if I put any money down, Jacksonville wins and covers. <laughs> Cody, what do you got? Honestly, for me, I'm going to pick KC on this one because this is pretty much a fresh team that. They didn't really play last week, but you never know with the first seed, though. So. All right. I'm hoping they lull Shane to sleep, and uh, he runs out to the back and starts uh, buffing some rust off the old equine trailer, and uh, they come back and win. <laughs> yeah, everybody wins in that scenario. <laughs> oh, wait. As our next game we're going to be talking about, honestly, I think a lot of people are going to look forward to this one. It's going to be the New York Giants of Philadelphia, which we kind of saw what the Giants could do against Minnesota, but Philadelphia just might be another tough challenge for them. Go ahead, Shane. Uh, you know, it's, it's real easy to take the, the Eagles in this game because the Giants, again, you know, they scuffled a little bit. Uh, and really earned their way into the playoffs, and the Eagles have been so good for so long. But um, I can't believe that the four teams that are in the NFC, three of them are out of the same division, and there's no way anyone picked that division at the beginning of the year to have three teams still left over. Crazy. So uh, everybody knows each other at this point, so I'll uh, I'll take the Eagles just because they got the talent. But, um, you know, the, the Giants still have the power of Lackawanna College. And don't <laughs> underestimate the file the- – Feisty Falcons, Glowinski for uh, how about Glowinski for the uh, annexation of Puerto Rico and scores a touchdown. <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm liking the road teams today. I'm going Giants here. All right, and then for me, I'm gonna go with Philadelphia on this one. All right, and then our next game actually was a canceled game. We all know the Cincinnati and Buffalo, but they finally get to meet. As we did see Cincinnati somewhat beat Buffalo, but how do you think this scenario is going to turn out, Dan? I, 
so the rematch, the game the NFL didn't think would matter. Um, here it is. I Cincinnati was up 7-3 when that game yeah. got called. I, uh, it's in Buffalo. Buffalo didn't impress, I mean, against Miami, of all things. I mean, come on. I, I, I like Cincinnati here. I'm going road team. You know, when Cincinnati's D lineman uh, stripped, was it Huntley, of the, the ball at the goal line, right? Picked it up and ran it back for the touchdown. I haven't seen somebody that excited about something happened to them since Chris bought his Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> now, that being said, I don't know if you guys saw the video of uh, the, uh, the, the, the head coach of the Dolphins, Mike McDaniel, ripping a heater off of his uh, vape pen in the middle of the game. <laughs> uh, and I think that's why they were saying some of those plays were getting in there late. I mean, I don't know if I've seen a vape pen have that much uh, effect since he must have gotten that thing from Scuba Steve in Melissa's old apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Organic, eh? Of course. <laughs> what do you got, Cody? All right, and then the last game, really quick, will be Dallas at San Francisco, as I'm choosing Cincinnati. As Dallas at San Francisco, I mean, could they possibly run the scoreboard again against Dallas? I Look, the defense is going to bring it. I don't know. I, I agree with Shane about Brock Purdy. Um, is the defense going to be there for San Francisco? I think so. They're going to create some turnovers. <laughs> Well, when it comes to the Cowboys, one of our subscribers is a big fan. Uh, I'll go Cowboys uh, because it's easy. All right, as welcome to part two as we are just finishing up with picks. As Dad, we are going to start with you for Dallas at San Francisco. For your pick. Oh, my <laughs> pick is San Francisco. Hmm. All right, so for me, I also picked San Francisco for that game. As we'll just have to wait and see how that all ends up. As I want to thank all of our fans for listening. As let's keep those plays going up. As right now, we are up to the $13 amount, actually, for this podcast. Yeah. Lucky 13. Lucky 13. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Beers on you, Cody. <laughs> All so, right. Huh? So what do we got cooked up for next week? I mean, we're going to be shrunk down to what, uh, four games? Uh, it's going to be two, actually, because it's the AFC and NFC championship game. That's right. Four teams, I mean. <laughs> yeah, so. Two games, four teams. Honestly, I think our fans might just have to wait and see what we have planned. I mean, any, any teasers, Roy? Any teasers you want to set up our subscribers with? Uh, listen, if uh, Dallas Dallas Cowboys are going to, to, to give us a lot. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, if, if the Cowboys do one thing really well is give everybody content to talk about. <laughs> Yes, there. I, I might. If, if look, if if Dallas uh, 
does the uh, unthinkable. Um, there may there may be a, a special uh, a special session. Oh, gosh. Uh, of it. All right, as we'll catch all you fans next time.